This is Mike Elgin at a coffee shop called The Living Room in Campbell, California, in Silicon Valley. I've been thinking about and reading a lot about the coronavirus, and there are a whole bunch of facts about the coronavirus that are especially pertinent to people who are into technology, who are in the industry, uh, who are technology enthusiasts, who are manufacturers, who are makers, who have Kickstarter programs and so on. Uh, but before I get into the tech ramifications of the coronavirus, I want to talk a bit about what it is, where it comes from, and how to contextualize this, this new uh, outbreak. We don't have all the facts. There's going to be lots of investigation going on by various people. Uh, but the most likely source for the coronavirus is actually pretty interesting. So in China, they have, uh, in, the, in the countryside, they have these markets called wet markets where people sell all kinds of animals for, for food consumption. Many of these animals are wild animals. So the, what they do is they, you know, a seller of these uh, animals will basically place them in little cages live. And, you know, it's like a farmer's market, but they stack them up. And these, these markets are unregulated and filthy. They sell seafood, there's like, there's like water everywhere, and a single vendor might have multiple types of animals, both wild and domestic, in cages, and they stack those cages up. And this is a perfect recipe for mixing viruses from different species. So the most likely source of this coronavirus is that uh, it came, started with bats. Uh, it probably... Uh, came from bats that were, so, were placed in a cage, stacked on top of or near other animals. It probably transferred itself to an intermediate host, possibly pigs or chickens, but most likely pigs, given the number of initial people who, were, uh, who got sick, uh, which may have been a dozen or two. So those people contracted the virus. They spread it person to person to other people and then it spread from there. You hear a lot of people talking about how the flu is much more deadly and people say, oh, you know, every year there's like all these thousands and thousands of people dying from the flu. The, the metric that uh, virologists and, and, and people in the CDC use is the percentage of people who contract the illness who die from it. That's like really the core thing. And the reason the coronavirus is, uh, one of the reasons it's a scary virus is because the percentage of people who die from it is higher than the flu. So lots and lots of people get the flu. Like every year, hundreds of thousands or millions of people get the, get the flu. But the number of people who die from it is, is pretty low. It's, I believe it's less than 1%. Don't quote me on that. Coronavirus, it's, it's significantly higher than that, but not as high as SARS, apparently. So SARS had a very, very high mortality rate, basically, of people who contracted the illness. So the coronavirus is similar to, uh, to somewhere between SARS and, and the flu. But it, it, this is why it's scarier than the flu, because if it became as common as the flu, it would kill a lot more people than the flu. So the idea is to contain it. At some point, it's likely that we may get a vaccine for it. The rate at which people derive vaccines from, uh, from 
from the analysis of the virus itself, keeps accelerating. So we're getting much, much better at producing vaccines and treatments fast. So that's good news. At some point, this will be contained. It's also true that future outbreaks like this will occur with different viruses, uh, and that's a certainty. Uh, so this is something that uh, we need to get better at dealing with. Obviously, the human cost is uh, enormous, but I think that everyone needs to be prepared for the uh, uh, for the cost of the panic is the wrong word, but of the of the reaction to the fact that this coronavirus is out there. It's already affecting everything, partly because of everyone's over-reliance on China in the technology industry. As one example, a lot of Kickstarter, the way Kickstarters often work, when people have hardware Kickstarters, they come up with an idea, they design that idea, and then they have it manufactured by some small company in China. There are tons and tons of companies like that in China where they also make most of the components. And so they, you know, they, they, they contract with them, they, they work with them, they, 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 the little factory in China manufactures, uh, sometimes they even ship and do all that kind of stuff. But a lot of Kickstarter uh, people are starting to notify their backers that they're going to be super late with a Kickstarter because the factory in China is closed because they're concerned about the coronavirus. So that's there's going to delay that. There's concern that they that that the Foxconn factories where iPhones are manufactured could close temporarily, which would delay iPhones and sort of throw a monkey wrench into Apple's incredibly finely tuned machinery for manufacturing iPhones. <coughs> Apple is is closing all of its Apple stores in China. Uh, there are uh, microprocessor stocks that are taking a beating because of uncertainty about uh, the Chinese contribution to uh, to these to these uh, microprocessors. Companies like Amazon are restricting business travel to China, which we don't know how that will affect uh, Amazon uh, if it does at all. Uh, Tesla is delaying its Model Three deliveries in China. Um, trade shows are going to take a hit. Already, companies like LG and others are pulling out of Mobile World Congress. Uh, and Computex, which is in Taiwan, is at risk as well. So the one thing that's an immediate uh, and clear monkey wrench in, in, in these, in these uh, tech shows is that a lot of countries are essentially banning flights from China or that have connected through China. Uh, cruise ships and all that stuff are also banned. The transportation in general from China is being curtailed, and that's going to severely drop off the participation of China, which reduces the the funding for these trade shows, but it also creates a, a another effect, which is like if you're going to go to a trade, if you're going to go to Mobile World Congress because you want to, you know, you want to interact with all of the companies there, and the Chinese companies don't go. But ZTE, I think, uh, and LG, for example, have already pulled out. I'm sure there will be others. With each pullout, there's a lower incentive, so you have to. You know, with the coronavirus out there, you have to judge the risk of contracting the virus versus the value of the show. But what's happening is this self-reinforcing 
scenario where the value goes down with these companies pulling out. And so the calculation keeps changing and changing. And I think, you know, I think there's a possibility that Mobile World Congress may be canceled altogether. Uh, but even if it isn't, it's going to be a, uh, a, a tiny version of its normal self. That will affect international business in all kinds of unpredictable ways. And so the coronavirus is uh, having many, many effects that things like SARS and certainly that influenza don't have. It's really going to impact the tech industry and it's really got to make all of us reconsider our over-reliance on China uh, as the single source for all kinds of manufacturing and components we use in technology. We need a distributed system. And it's not that there's anything wrong with China. It's just that uh, they, they, we, we need uh, to, uh, we need a, an industry that is distributed so that there's no single choke point that can br bring the whole industry to a halt. Uh, because again, it, you know, it's, we're not talk, just talking about our toys our smartphones and stuff like that. We're talking about medical equipment. We're talking about all the technology that makes the world run. So this is something we need to reconsider as we go forward. <clears throat> In the meantime, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, with the virus. Again, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic that it will uh, be contained at some point and that just when you go get your flu shot, there'll be a, um, a component in there that will protect you from the coronavirus. Uh, but again, what happens between now and then uh, remains to be seen. But watch for the technology industry to be severely disrupted. Hey, if you love Mike Elgin Radio, please give it a glowing review and a five-star rating. Uh, thanks for listening to Mike Elgin Radio. This is a podcast without advertising, show notes, scheduling, theme music, editing, production, bait-and-switch promotions, paid versions, or a budget. You can read what I write at elgin.com.